Episode 68 of the Yes, sir. It's the COD. We're back live, direct, episode 68. And today we have a special guest. We got Merv from the Read the Room podcast. Was your co-host joining? Oh, I didn't know it was supposed to be. Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. No, I, I didn't. No, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's oh, cool. That's cool. Um, but if anyone has been tapped in, um, if you if you remember a few years ago, Gordo and I did have a previous podcast called Get Your Man's Radio, where I don't know if you remember, but we did interview you when you were at DePaul as an AKA. So cool yeah. full circle moment that you're now able to join us on the new pod, the new and improved COD podcast. Um, but before I keep going on, uh, let the people know who you are and a little bit about the read the room pod yeah so hi everyone my name is Merveline. um i go by merv most of the time but i am one half of read the room podcast really it's just two black women just discussing different topics in america whether it be social political um anything dealing with just like black women in general we just cover a wide variety of topics uh, in relation to society and culture so that's what we do we've been doing it for about Oh, it's going to be two years actually sometime next week so yeah nice so available everywhere yeah apple apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. cool yes right and y'all started like during the pandemic kind of like how was the uh creation like what was the uh inspiration yeah so we started during the pandemic um she was she's actually my co-host is actually a lawyer so she was out in california that's where she got her degree and then she made her um, her transition back to Chicago when the whole COVID and everything shut down. And we would just have just random conversations in our text messages. And then we just like, came, you know, came to the conclusion like, you know, why, why not try our hand at podcasting? And that's how we ended up getting into that whole thing. Yeah. All right. Because I was I was speaking to Gordo earlier, trying to do a little bit of, I guess, pre-pod pre-planning and, and you know we're, we're listening to the episodes trying to figure out so i guess how would you i guess describe the category the category of your podcast like what i guess topics do you focus on i would just say society and culture because we've talked about you know the state of the union in relation to what's going on in america we've talked about um what it's like you know trying to be successful as a black woman we've talked about you know some gossip topics so it's kind of all over the board um just kind of like our perspective of what's going on right and hey so i heard i heard you you mentioned the uh, topics and whatnot and and you know we definitely want to get into that rather than just keep it a full you know question and answer <laughs> um and, you know, sorry, sorry that we don't have any, I guess, kind of like Twitter topics, $200 no, it, dates. Cool. We there is, we yeah, because it, it's some, it's some serious stuff going on in the news right now. So I guess, yeah. what are, what are your thoughts on this Roe v. Wade? Because it, of course it affects women, but it definitely affects black women. Ah, uh, so I, I really just have like overall beef vendetta against like anybody in politics. Right. I truly believe that they're not good people because if you're a good people, you'd be, you know, make laws and decisions that, you know, put the people at the forefront and they tend to not do that. Um, I think it's really just another exercise of power of, you know, rich white men trying to control whatever it is that they want to control. Maybe it's the labor force, maybe it's, you know, trying to, you know, is how some conspiracy theorists think like trying to get rid of, you know, certain group of people, but I really just think it's them just, you know, playing their hand of power and just doing whatever that they feel that they want to do. And then they're hiding behind religion and the Bible and all that stuff, which we know that's yeah. yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there. That's it's crazy because it, I, I was saying the same thing. It seems like it's just a, a control type of thing. Like they just want to control someone like control people and then they have these I apologize for the background noise. Noah is always alive and, and, and turned up. Um, but yeah, I, I always say I felt like it was a, it's a control thing, and you know, like someone says, like they say they like bring religion into it and Christianity, and like we are a country that's supposed to be, you know, you can believe in whatever faith you want to believe in. So why are we sticking to you know Christianity being one of these set rules that we have to follow if we can all have our own different faiths? And so it's just like, it's very sad to see, like, just the type of stuff that they're saying. And like, 
it was so interesting because people were saying adopt or something about that. And I'm like, there was a guy that went around and did interviews about um, the people that were out there saying adopt and none of them were people that actually adopted. What adopt, yeah. It was like, it's really wild. Like the type of things that people are saying and then like the facts behind like none of you are gonna go sit and adopt a child. So why are you like doing this type of stuff? But like you say, it's just rich white men sitting around in suits doing what they always do, trying to control things that pretty much don't pertain to them at all. And you know, what's crazy to me is that, you know, this issue really is being pushed by the conservatives, right? So the Republican base, and they're supposed to be the party of small government, but here they are, you know, really putting things in place to kind of have more government control over, you know, your body and things like that, in addition to the critical race theories. So again, they're the guys who are saying free speech, but now they want to restrict your speech and restrict, you know, freedom of your, you know, autonomy or whatever. So it's, it's, a, little, it's a little crazy out there. It's a little, but because honestly, yeah, go on. Just like in America, period, when you think about laws, um, different, you know, privileges that are afforded to people, it's, it's always, yeah, you have freedom of speech, but we wanted you to say it in a certain way. Yeah, you have freedom of speech, but you have to be in this category, then, you know, you're good to say whatever you want. But if you're, the, if you're not part of like the white, male, heterosexual, Catholic group, none of those laws really apply to you. They can be bent right. against you anytime. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. And I was always saying like, and then it's just like with the constitution, like they always bring those things, that, that shit into it. And I'm just like, that was just old ass, rich ass, not even rich ass white men, just some old ass white men sitting around making shit. So it's just like, how are we going off a manuscript that was created 1800, like in really a long ass fucking time ago that really doesn't even matter. It's just like, it doesn't pertain to now. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just like this situation is really sad. And we, we like, honestly, we are seeing everyone's true colors, like at this point. In regards yeah, because look, that, that the news, the news drops and then Biden is is tweeting about, um, you know, you don't like this. Well, make sure you vote for pro-choice candidates in November. Like that's a couple months that was away. Like, and that this was is just going like, on right and that now. That was just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, that was <laughs> right. really like, what? Like, fam, like, nah. And then uh, I got a text. I got a text from Biden talking about, can you donate to this? I'm like, already. Oh, so God. I got to I got to shell out money for something that I know is like, come on, you know, you, you could do something. You are the president. You have the office, but you're yeah. asking me for money. <laughs> I hate when he says like, or people like that are his supporters or anything like that. They're always like, well, he can't do that. That's not really. But the president has executive power. You know, if he wants to make something happen, he can make it happen. And I don't think he's going to have a second term either due to age or just not being voted back in again. So he, I mean, he is the perfect person to just push so many things and just kind of use his power as president to kind of override a lot of people because you're not going to need their support in two and a half, four years, whatever the time is. You don't, you're not going to need them because you're not going to be in the And, and we, saw, we saw how Trump used to run things. So we right. know you can do that if you yeah, want to. We you know can you can run do that. Because like, he was going to do whatever you want. But only the Democrats are concerned about bipartisan. Republicans right, don't right. care. They don't care. As they run they, to the center. Agenda, no one runs to them. Right. If they, if they're just pass, they right. get their Supreme Court nominations. They don't give a fuck about being friendly with the Democrats. Right. No, they don't. So another thing scary about this leak is that, okay, this Roe v. Wade has been in place since the 70s. So that's what, 30, 40, maybe approaching 50 years. And um, they're, they're attempting to roll this back. So when you think of a right that we've had for so long that they've had debates on and, you know, to me, it was like, okay, that's a debate. I didn't expect us to get here. So to me, it's like you're rolling back this right. Where does it stop? Because are there other rights that you want to roll back or you're thinking of rolling back? That's what it gets scary for me. Like, all right, I see y'all. Y'all y'all playing dangerous. You really want (laughs) to take us back to a time when we I mean, black people weren't really welcome, still aren't really welcome. But, you know. We're gonna look up one day and then we're just three fifths again. <laughs> you know, that. see, I didn't, I didn't want to go that far, but it, you know, it, it, it's, it's scary. You know, it's, it's definitely scary, yeah. when you hear these people's that. rhetoric, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's, and it's really even scarier on the civilian level because you can vote all you want, but 
someone can make all the promises they want on their campaign trail but once they start seeing the money the under the table money that comes with politics people's morals change like the money changes people so even if they keep saying vote 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 but we're not we're not we don't have any candidates of substance people that really have a strong backbone that can really you know shake some shit up or at least put up an effort because everybody that's been about the people as soon as they get in they flip now and we did vote right we yeah, did we vote. vote we got yeah, we got biden in there and there's nothing with yeah. yeah voting is not the answer y'all have to yeah. do the damn jobs yeah exactly that's really where it comes down to i agree it's yeah it's like i was saying like politicians really are just like you know you can't really trust them at this day and age like right like they have no fear of anything you know like they just go say anything and do anything like they like and they get paid money to do it you feel me so it's just like that not day, that type of money either our money to do whatever really really yeah true that's so we're paying taxes, them to screw us over tax dollars yeah paying taxes your infrastructure not being worked on but the police they're getting more weapons <laughs> I mean, you study dishing out there. You study dishing out billions of dollars to Ukraine, which is so fucking Come crazy. Come on, like, man. I'm like, can we? I'm like, shit. I'm like, the 34 billion or 31 billion they owe us. You could have just eliminated <laughs> fucking tuition debt or some shit. You feel right. me? Like, yeah. Fuck now you say, I'm like, why fuck with? It's like crazy. It's like, why would we wait on them to give us the money back when you can basically get way that money right here and have money? boost the economy but it just don't make sense to me but i'm just like i'm a, i'm a, I, i'm in the hood you know i don't know anything like we waiting on like we're gonna be waiting on 2070 to get 30 fucking 1 billion back from ukraine that's if they don't get invaded you feel me and taken over you feel right. me like now you mentioned you mentioned the money that uh you owe us or they owe us um you know just making a transition you know there is news about i guess talks of uh reparations moving forward for victims of the uh tulsa race riots kind of oh, yeah, do, where do we think where do we think that's gonna go because obviously okay. they talk about yeah they talk about reparations a lot we've heard that a lot over the years i mean it'll but, be it'll be easier for that small town to get that because it's just like think about it like families probably do have record of that or you know information of that they kept out of the fire they were able to save or what was left after you know because we do feel like i i've been seeing recent photos that people have found and restored and things of that nature and so it's just like they can get that information so it'll be easier for them to get reparations for that because it's just like think about it they know like i don't i don't know exactly how taxes work back then but it looks like they had records of, you know, businesses and those businesses yeah. had funds and those things of that nature. So it's just like, it, it was just be calculations of what they could actually give them, you know? And there's right. just like settle, it'll be just settlement money that they would have to do a dividend of, you know? So it'll probably be like, I'm like probably hoping it'll be in the hundred millions, you feel me? Where it's just right. like, they can, they can really bless those families back to what they lost. Cause it's just like, think about it. Black Wall Street was a, was an epic center for black people and black businesses and you know thriving. get thriving exactly so it's just like the loss of that you know is immeasurable to the black community we don't even know exactly what could have came out of that you know like right. you could have actually that could have been the first all-black city we never know you know and it's just like we don't that's that's just things to you know for lawyers to figure out right. so it's just like it's it's a, like i say it's a blessing that they're getting to that point but hopefully they can do it, you know, on a larger scale for actually um, the whole country, you know, because like I say, like a lot of people do have ancestors that, you know, did go through slavery or were one off from slavery or, you know, mm-hmm. out of slavery, you feel me? So it's just like that lineage is still there, you know? Yeah. And it could definitely help us because uh, I think they said it was proven that that loss of economic stability and with the insurance companies not doing their payouts or any protections that it put a dent in, you know, just our communities, uh, I guess, economics that we can still feel today. So, you know, that that's definitely uh, rough. Um, But earlier, I know uh, you had mentioned, Gordo, you had mentioned something about the lawyers and what they have to do. Um, Now with your co-host being a lawyer, uh Merv do you ever get into that type of talk or does she ever kind of delve into that kind of like analysis when you guys are chopping up topics 
Yeah, yeah, of course. She always gets into that. But it's when it comes to a law, the law is really, really tricky. Obviously, right. you can know right from wrong, but it's like you have to have the proof behind it. So if you don't have the proof, then the law tends to not work on on your side. So that's pretty much all the analysis of everything that we talk about. When she talks about it from a lawyer standpoint, it really comes down to the burden of proof. And a lot of people usually don't have that. Even if you know, everybody knows this happened or this person did this. But if you don't have the proof, you really don't have anything to back up in court. Exactly. Are you guys following the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case? No, I think I think all of that is <laughs> demonic energy. The people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A spectacle of something that is so serious. Yeah. And now it's just turning into memes or makeup companies are getting into it. I'm like, hold up. Isn't this about domestic violence? Like, where did we, you know, lose common sense? Right. Mental health, all that. It's a lot of issues going on. I tapped into on YouTube for a little bit and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a mess. It's definitely a mess. But, you know, when you when you're when, you know, speaking on cases and, of course, mental health and things like that, um, you know, bringing it on to the black side. I saw Black China. She lost her case, her, her defamation <laughs> case against the Kardashians. Yeah. And it was reported today that she's going to announce on Friday her opponent for her celebrity boxing match. What? what right it, it just gets crazy it gets crazy i don't know <laughs> like, damn that's that's right man they like she didn't hit a low or something like what the fuck what i don't know if, i don't know well, if she she's fighting chloe right i don't i don't know if this is the last stand for the money that the kardashians over or something but yeah it's pretty wild out there man, but i guess yeah go on no i'm like that's well i i didn't know about that i didn't look I'm, I'm it's making us look bad I'm still trying to wrap my mind. Celebrity boxing match? What? Right. Stay tuned. Friday, she said she'll let us know the, who the opponent is, but it's not a good week for her. She lost that defamation <laughs> case. <laughs> now <laughs> she's celebrity boxing. Oh, um, me. That's all, man. Right, right. I'm to clock in somewhere, maybe. I don't know. Because the social media yeah, right. thing don't last forever, you know? Right, right. It's definitely not. Um, but I know social media right now is kind of trying to rally behind Brittany Griner. I know that's something that I don't know if you've heard about this or you are paying attention, but um, she's definitely been detained in Russia. Russia has now said that that is a unlawful detainment or wrongful detainment. So I guess they're now figuring out ways for her to be extradited back to the U.S. But now it seems that WNBA is putting their power behind these efforts and and things like that. But I guess what are what are I, the thoughts and the implications behind her being in in Russia? And of course, I think that kind of plays into how we see the treatment of black people in this, I guess, global moment that we're having, because we, I think we are being forgotten out there. Exactly. I mean, because even black women in general, you know, like it's just sad to see like it's just me personally just being a sports fan. And it's just like her equivalent to someone, like she's a superstar, you feel me, yeah. in the WNBA. Yeah. And so it's just like, she's equivalent to, you know, Kevin Durant and Dwight Howard, not even Dwight Howard, because he's not even an all-star anymore, but he, she's equivalent to those type of level of players in the NBA, like Kevin Durant and LeBron James. And it's just like, had that been LeBron James or Kevin Durant right. that got arrested, the the NBA and the U.S. government would have shook the earth to get that man back. I'm pretty right. much because it would have cost them money, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I say, it's just like I say, the WNBA and you know, like I say, it's not a prof- It's not a really big profitable thing for you know America and what the white man thinks considered something important. So it's yeah. just and like, that's part of the reason. Bad. That's part of the reason why she's playing out there, right? Just because yeah. of that pay disparity and that's where they have to go to make up that salary yeah like like y'all said there's so many layers to this obviously one WNBA players should get played a whole lot more because they're super talented at what they do I feel like they can go toe-to-toe most people who are in the same sport as they so that's one issue that needs to be tackled and then you have Brittany who is a lesbian and she's masculine presenting so that's another thing abroad at that here it's a little bit more liberal but when you go outside the United States things tend to be a little bit more fickle. So there's that portion. And then on top of that, just her being a a Black woman, period. Because recently there was this other guy that was released from Russia. It was an exchange for one of the Russian um, 
assets, CIA, something like that. Um, but the guy who was released back to America, he got into a fight with like a cop or something or some mm. some child out there. But he was released before she was or made it, you know, whatever right. it was. So then you see there that there's no value in protecting black women. So people are not going to do it, you know. And I didn't even I didn't even hear about that, I guess, earlier story where you said he got detained in Russia for, I guess, assaulting a police officer. And the reason that they gave for Britney's detainment was the what the uh, THC pens or possession, which we still don't know if that's real or not, but right. Interesting. Yeah. So because apparently she's been playing there for a few years now. So I don't know if this would be a new situation if she really was using those, if right. Why now? So, yeah. And, and like a lot of people say, it could have been just a political move that Russia made, you know, to get this type yeah. of leverage and things of that nature. So that's why I'm saying it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's work. It, it, it's it's a it's been a long process, you know, but it's it's finally working out, you know, because now we're seeing like, hey, she might potentially be coming home soon, which is like, yeah. I'm, you know, happy for her and the, uh, yeah. her family, you know, in the WNBA. But it's just like, you, we don't know what type of um you know, day to day she's been going through, which is exactly. so crazy. Like we have, like we have little to no updates on her, and it's just like, you know, this is some good news finally. You know, in the situation, and I believe yeah. that WBA is doing like a, um, all the jerseys have like a stitched uh, uh, tribute to her on the uh, mm-hmm. jersey, um, which is like her initials and then her number, I believe. And so, like, you know, we just want to keep her in our prayers and hope that she's home soon, and that. Um, you know, America's doing everything they can do. Because I know that U.S. Embassy is, they're still saying that they haven't really um, been able to get contact with her and things of that nature. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when she comes back, if she can speak on what she experienced and and things like that, because I'm sure that's going to be another political thing as far as, you know, let's not stoke the flame or what can you and can't you say, what's classified and things like that. Um, I I want to yeah if she'll continue to play for them or for Russia, look, me, I would be out. (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely too, but I wonder what that, you know. Yeah, what that looks like. Yeah, because, you know, the thing about it, because she goes over there to play because they pay her more money than the Mm WNBA. So it's just like, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's a hard thing. And it's just like me personally, what has her Russian team done in regards to bringing her as well you know i don't really hear anything that they've done on their end but you know it's just like it's like that's a really good question like it will she continue to play for them but it's just like that's a loss of funds that she will lose that helps her family you know and and that's a bigger question like hey what can we do for the wnba to boost profit or make these contracts bigger and it's a larger it's like like i say it's it's potentially opening up a larger conversation for everything um that's happening you know and so it's just yeah because like, when you when you think about it it's like it's not necessarily her teammates or maybe even her community that detained her locked her up right so maybe when she if she gets out she doesn't necessarily feel that animosity for those people that she knows so yeah it, it would be interesting to see if she does want to continue playing there or if she feels safe or right. you know what was really going on and things like that um, but I know when you had mentioned politics, I started to think of the uh, the judge that was sworn in for the Supreme Court. Um, oh. Was it Katanji, Katanji Brown? Yeah. Okay, because because we did speak about the Supreme Court earlier. So I was like, you know, we kind of we kind of uh, stepped over that. But how how was that kind of seeing that moment of her being sworn in? And actually, I don't know if you watched the hearings and things like that but they were kind of kind of rough or at least a little rougher to her than they were to kevin <laughs> yeah much <laughs> ringer like yeah. but you know that's to be expected she's a very educated well experienced more experienced than most people on the bench right now black women so of course they were going to do everything in their power to not confirm her or find some thing or make her trip up on her words to make her say something that was going to make the American people be like, oh, okay, no, we don't want her or whatever. But they had already made up their minds going into it that they weren't going to, you know, vote for her confirmation anyway. So it was just really kind of um, the opportunity for them to, to bully her, you know, regardless of what I think about politicians, that situation was absolutely, first of all, unprofessional as fuck. And why people right. are the people to talk about professionalism. So I don't listen to them now. 
the first one is talk about professionalism and will show up and do some the most unprofessional shit ever. Yeah. Look at black people weird. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I thought there was, there was real <laughs> unprofessional. Yeah. And I and I already don't like Ted Cruz anyway. I have like a weird oh, speak on it. Speak I, on I, it. I, you know, I hate Ted Cruz like like a lot. I think he's like stupid. That's yeah. my and I think he's just like Ugh, I hate him so much and I think he's a zodiac killer. But that's my own little thing that I do on Twitter. That's but no, I was saying like, no, keep I was, it going. You know, to say that, but like I was saying, like you know, politicians really don't have no fear. So it's just like back in the day, niggas was getting assassinated and pulled up on. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like, if that was the, the <laughs> case now, we wouldn't have some of these crowds. You know, like they have to be gone or they would be bullied already out of the situation. You know, so it's just like. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't condone violence, but you know, sometimes <laughs> violence is the answer. But the people that are voting on our livelihoods, voting on right. how tax, if I can get right. an abortion, you know, all these types of things. So, I mean, it's fair game. I've been, I've been seeing <laughs> people. I've been seeing people tweet like, "Hey, y'all waiting for the black people to go riot? You, you, you should start it off this time." So, I was saying because <laughs> I saw I the put barricades up in dc of course they, they think they're getting ready for for something you know sometimes it, it feels like it's manufactured right yeah but so. you know what they did say that they put up those barricades because of that scientist who set himself on fire because of climate Word. change so we're okay. dealing with so much in this country yeah. i'm very surprised it has not collapsed yet so what's going on with this because there are reports with these activists either gluing themselves to things during sports uh games or someone chained themselves to a basketball hoop so this is all for climate change or at least with these uh protesters and i know for sure the guy who set himself on fire yes it's for climate yeah. change. oh wow I, I think i heard about the girl that glued her hand but i don't think she did it right so they just kind right. of <laughs> and there was a case where somebody ran on the court for in the nba i believe too. oh what was that for yeah for climate change as well. oh what was i gonna do yeah, all right know. it's getting serious but, out it's here, a basketball game, but i understand like being on the steps of like you know um wherever it was the political place whatever. it's it's, yeah, it's no, reminding me of uh, on fire that was crazy yeah it's reminding me of don't look up <laughs> oh my god don't look up i feel like that's how we're gonna end i, I feel, feel like like, it's it's we're, like, no, like seriously, it's, it's I, scientists who are flipping out like it just seems like it's a scene from this movie that we're watching like yeah no, it was about climate change. <laughs> I was like, no, but it's just like people like Ted Cruz are really like the politicians and don't look up like they act like those yeah. people like they really do. And it's like this is like it's 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 funny, but it's scary at the same time. Because like, why right. we have scientists saying this, but you idiots clearly are like, no, nah, Jesus, right? But you know what the problem is? Um, all of the politicians are in the hands of big corporations so yeah. they're not there to serve us the people that pay for their um political campaigns that's who they report to so yeah. they have to make sure that they make the laws that's going to keep making them money because once they stop making the money they get cut off that money gets cut yeah. off they don't want to lose out on their income so they say well y'all not really giving us that much money anyway so i'm gonna go with the big dogs yeah that's why we need something like that uh it was an it was a ABC series, I believe. It was like um, basically like some dude that was like the he was in the White House for like housing or something like that. That was his role. But like pretty much everybody got wiped out in Congress and the office, front office, over. Oh office. yeah, designated survivor. Yeah, designated survivor. We Love need that. something like that because if we get somebody like that. <laughs> It ain't gonna be no uh big corporations. It's gonna be really yeah. just an even playing field. Like, yeah. no, don't really be listening to these people because you listen to these people. We a designate survivor again. Like, yeah. where is it showing? It's ABC. Right. It's, it's on Netflix, I believe now. Okay, right okay, now. I'll tap in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was good. I wish they would have brought it back for a fourth one. I really got it. I got into it. I was like, damn, this shit really good. Like, damn, why we can't have no president like this this nigga really okay. chill not crazy but you know what the, the thing is we could but we have a two-party system and that's why right. we can't really get things done if we really yeah. allow first of all i don't think campaigning um, to be a politician should cost as much money as it does it costs a shitload of money 
to get into Congress, you know, to become a president. That's why they all have like super PACs. That's why they have people that report to because they can't afford to shell out that millions and millions of dollars just to yeah. out ads and go here and there. So number one, I don't think, you know, trying to become a public servant should cost millions and millions of dollars. Otherwise, right. if, it, if it was a really level playing field, then people who are like, what uh, are those like the Green Party and whatever? I feel like they would be getting get voted in more because I feel like a lot of our views align more with them than it does with Democrats, at least from my right. perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if they really had the backing of big corporation, that would be the agenda, and that would be what people love be sitting. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. And also racism, because if a lot of people will get past like their racist behavior, they will see like even the Republicans don't give a fuck about the smaller people, and the smaller people are like ninety nine percent of the population. So right. Yeah. Now, also on Twitter, I was seeing kind of going back to the don't look up comparisons. I was seeing how, you know, while this Roe v. Wade thing was going on, we're all paying attention to the Met Gala, basically the, <laughs> the big, you know, the big uh, That's uh, celebration of capitalism and, and wealth. Right. Okay. Um, but aside from all that dystopian views, we do know that you are into fashion yourself. Did you oh, tune yeah. in? Yeah, I feel like with with the Met Gala is really interesting because like people tend to not follow the theme, so it's really like it wasn't really all that interesting this year. I, I think um, was it last year, the last year or the year before where they did the um, the Catholic theme. That one was like yeah, really was really, really studied yeah. it and it came out well. But this year it was just kind of all over the place. I think what was uh what was gilded? So I don't know necessarily gilded what that thing. means. Or- it's like an age where it's like super wealthy. Like people are like really showing off their wealth. A lot of like, you know. Bridgerton. Old and yeah, kind of like Bridgerton. <laughs> That's what I thought too, right? I was like, <laughs> I didn't get none of that. <laughs> I saw a couple memes and I said, okay, I understand it though. Yeah, even more, like even more. Yeah, so it's, it was supposed to be that, but it wasn't really Somebody with a big that. ass hairpiece. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but. I, like it was, it was bad. Like, cause I'm like. Anyone I, stand I was, out as far as. Do did you did y'all have any like good and bad like people that stood out to you? Uh, I like Cardi. Cardi, yeah, Cardi was definitely on okay. with Versace, but you know what? Versace is like really. It's even though it's like a obviously high fashion brand, but it's like a super tacky brand, so it made sense. I think Versace right. and DNG are very tacky, but they make sense. Um, but I think people like Rosalia, she did a good job. Um, there was this one reporter, I can't think of her name. She did a good job and she was a reporter. She wasn't even there to attend a damn gala. But yeah, there were a few people, but most of the people kind of missed the mark. Right. So. Yeah. I saw a picture of the uh, Kardashian-Jenner clan and they said when Kanye left, the drip went to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's, it's uh, yeah. It's tough out here. It's tough out here. Um, but they were, they were particularly stylish to begin with anyway, so. Right, right. Yeah, they, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't um, really think I ever thought what was fashion. And, and not, to get, not to get too gossipy as well, but since we're here, what do we think about uh, Pete Davidson with the Kanye kids tattoo? Is is that really what it's? I couldn't really read it. How did y'all make that out? I, I, I don't. Yeah. Hey, not not y'all. Shade room. <laughs> so like they they like zoomed in and it said like North Chicago something something like I don't know if it was real or not or if that's what it means, but I I don't know. I don't like it. Anymore. I know Kim said he has several tattoos, so it's just like that right. possibility. So it's just like. Me personally, I'm like, bro, you really doing too much. But then it's just like, yeah. you know, C. David is just known to just like hysterically mm-hmm. fall in love with these people, and then they just dump him, and he's heartbroken. So it's just like, right. that's just a, that's just a conversation for him to have with himself. It's just yeah. like, yeah. it's just like this lady just got divorced. You really think it's, right. that you're the one? Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> he got branded tattoos. I think you I mean, should you can enjoy be a... the fame that comes with it, but like, yeah, I agree. Right. When it comes to like children, yeah. I think children should definitely be off limits, regardless of what the parents. Me are personally, doing. like, I don't know how long they've been dating, but it's just like I don't think he's somebody that should be around the kids at this point. Oh, you know, he looks I mean, a little. It's just like it's just like well, maybe we're judging them. <laughs> not to say it's just me. I, I'm a parent, so it's just like me right. personally. I'm not gonna just be bringing people into my kid's life, you know. Like especially someone that's a celebrity that I'm just 
like well that's an interesting like, topic so like fucking dating like in my opinion right. like they're just dating like it's nothing like in my opinion it's nothing serious especially given the circumstances that kim was just got out of a, 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 a serious divorce mm-hmm. and so that's just been ongoing drama at this point so it's just like me personally i don't see this as something serious where pete should know my fucking kids all right but they're all like the thing is like my it's like the thing is like it's me personally it's just like you were at the donda release in september of last year with kanye so it's only been what almost six months maybe seven months like me dating somebody you don't i i can tell you about my child and you can see me with my child but i don't think that you would have a relationship with my child where you'll be tatting them on your neck Right. So say so say, I guess, overall, even outside of the celebrity uh, aspect, co-parenting situation, when is it appropriate for the other parent or even yourself to bring the new partner into your child, you know, for you to in- introduce that? Is that kind of it. on a case by case basis or is there some type of you know, hard rules that we're going by in society? Ooh. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, it would have to be, I would have to know that we are. Seeing would you people. have to sit down with them? Would, would you want to sit yeah. down with them before beforehand? Cause I've heard yeah, this topic to on other down. podcasts and yeah, it's, it's definitely like people got their, their whole, <laughs> it's a touchy situation. Well, I'm not a parent. So I don't I know. It's just honest. like me personally. Like, I don't know. Like, cause it depends on, like I said, it depends on the relationship that you have with that person. Like people date yeah. people just to date them. People date people to have a future. People date people to get married. People date people for business, you know? So it's just like, yeah. what are we, it's just like, what is this relationship going to be is the question. And so it's just like, given the time, that's why you like, that's why I'm saying, given the circumstances, you, you she hasn't been with this man for a year. So you don't even know if this is man is going to be somebody that's going to be around in these children's lives. So why are you introducing them to this man and having them get to know this man, you know? Right. If he's Especially stable. Knowing that, not. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that he's just temporary, you know? So it's just like, right. it's just like me personally, like, that's just, if we haven't, if Kim and Pete haven't had a relationship or a conversation saying, hey, this relationship could possibly move towards marriage or something serious, then I guess that could be something that they could have a conversation and he can meet the kids. But I don't see that being the situation, given Kim, you know? So it's just like, that's what I would do in a situation. Like, hey, it's been a year. Um, you, whatever we're doing, if it's like working towards marriage, then yeah, you can meet my kids and we can, I've already told my kids about you, you know? So it's just like, that's the situation but like i don't really see that being the situation in this case you know i just feel like she divorced kim divorced kanye sorry dame pete this nigga started coming around so you have to explain who he is to the kids you know so it's yeah. just like north is not a dumb child you know so it's just like right it's just like she has to like unfortunately like as a parent you do have to explain yourself sometimes yeah so it's just like like I say, I don't know what their relationship is, but I just don't think it's serious enough for him to be having their names, their initials tags on his name. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's I, a little I, much. Yeah, I will say, much. in my experience, because when I was younger, like 20, 22, 23, I was dating this guy and he told me he had a baby on the way after I started dating him. So we were already kind of in the mix of things or whatever. And I think some men, just from my experience in dating men, will use like their relationship with their baby mother it was not a good one um as kind of like or even just like the baby having the baby around another person's like a you know like a get back at the mother or like even like a manipulation type of tactic because i remember well, now you're like, like a pawn in there yeah it was really odd after that <laughs> like, again, the whole men with kids if you have a kid and a bad relationship with your baby mom i cannot deal with you Right, right. I think at at the very least, you have to have like a really good, consistent co-parenting situation in order to bring someone else into the mix. Because he was, he was gonna. If that was my baby, me and that nigga would have had to square up. But I was, (laughs) and he just thrust me into some situations. I was like, Uh, "What? Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, not to get too personal, but he was, he was putting you in the situations where you. When I say he had me setting up his co-parenting profile because they could not get along via text so I could talk online. He oh, had his three-month-old baby in mm. my apartment. Like, he was mm. kind of moving kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he didn't, he didn't get you phone. into any... 
he didn't get you into any conflicts with the baby mother. No, and they even had a whole thing with that where the girl tried to fight his mama. It was like a lot. You see what I'm saying? It's a serious situation. (laughs) When do you bring somebody else in? Yeah. That's what I say. If if your baby mom still love you, will fight about you, I do not want you. (laughs) (laughs) I do not want you. you. (laughs) If she's willing to fight your mama, what the fuck she gonna do with me? Right, right. (laughs) You'll fight Jesus, damn man. But that does bring me to a, you know, a lighter topic also. So this new show on Netflix is taking over. A lot of people are watching it. I'm seeing the homies watch it. Some of my homies said they tapped in. I'm seeing a lot of women as well. The Ultimatum. Have any oh. of you watched it? Don't I haven't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You started. Tell me what, what's, the, uh, what's the premise. It's just blind marriage or something? No, it's basically like, let's say I've been dating this guy for a year. And at the end of the year, I'm like, okay, well, we have to get married or, you know, break up or whatever. So we go on the show and you go on the show and it's, first of all, the first six weeks, you basically switch partners. You spend spend maybe like a week, like getting to know all everybody else's partners. And then you pick someone to like, be like your fake husband or wife for six weeks. And then after that six weeks, you spend another, I think three to six weeks with your your original partner to see if you guys want to get married at the end or break up. That's pretty much the premise of it. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, first off, of course, even when you watch it, first, yeah. First, so you're saying like I like I meet these people, then I'm like, I right, I'm feeling shorty, so I'm gonna go like, but I'm coming yeah. with my girl. Are you are you going into the show already I'm dating? Shorty, I can be like, all right, I'm that's gonna yes. be my wife for three weeks. Yes. What you, kind of shit is that? I'm, so basically, like, let's say you, Darius, you you have a girlfriend, and your girl, and you tell your girlfriend, like, we have to get married or break up. Y'all go on the show, and your girlfriend can choose some other guy to live with for six weeks. They pretty much do whatever, you know. That's crazy. Limits type thing, and then after that six weeks, y'all get back together, try to do the whole living together, seeing if y'all would get you married. Be back together after the six weeks because I'm already with the other show. <laughs> Basically, so, and then at the end, you, you choose crazy. who you want to be with. I wouldn't even so you are showing up with, with somebody that you knew prior. That you're currently dating. Okay, like but you can out. you can end up leaving with someone you met on the show. <laughs> that or the person you came with or by yourself. Right, that's that's oh, messy. Man. That's it messy. I might got to tap in. They was, was, was all like 22, 23. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Marriage. Already get married, and then there was just one couple who didn't agree on kids. They ended up he ended up proposing, but I'm like, why would you propose and y'all don't agree on having kids? Like y'all need therapy. No, the girl didn't want to have kids, period. (laughs) So I'm like, what is there to talk about? Y'all need to break up. Right. (laughs) A lot of people don't want to let go of their relationships. That's why so many people are in bad relationships. Take it from someone that knows from experience. I, that's, um, wild. that's wild but no even to get off of that topic since you brought, brought that up i want to talk about the drake situation okay where, uh, oh my god where yes. drake was like uh he had made a, a i guess he had made a post talking about lavar uh ball and um john moran dead you know saying like he gonna be the type of dead like that uh for his son um and shit and shit basically even if he doing in a rubik's cube competition and some <laughs> dude posted on that Yo, son, gonna be playing with ghost riders, and then dude was like, <laughs> Drake told him, I'm finna hop. He's like, I'm finna follow your uh, wife or your girl because she like yeah. she needs some excitement or some shit. And I'm just like, yeah. Actually. And he he did hop in the DMs, and he and said, she was excited. Yeah, he said, holler at me. Very excited. <laughs> she was excited though. Apparently yeah. now she has a Twitter account and she's posting about stuff, and they got merch yeah, coming, and her guys got a diss track like. <laughs> Wait, 15 what? minutes is this yeah is- yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of uh development Wait, since today. yesterday right oh, 24 yeah, hours there's a twitter account they said merch is on the way the guys got a diss track yeah no. Some people <laughs> the, have the, the shirts are gonna say i'm here for you ma <laughs> like Goodbye. So, what? are you serious cloud chasing cloud chasing is at an all-time high 2022 so that's where <laughs> we're at that's I mean, where we're at. That, when you say that, the dude, you yeah. kind of think of the dude that ran on stage and got beat up by Dave Chappelle and the security. Oh, yeah. Like cloud we didn't speak about that. that. We didn't speak about that yet because I've been speaking about that all day. So man, cloud chasing. What what are we what are we thinking about this? 
it's a lot to unpack here. So somebody hopped on stage and ran at Dave. He had a um a knife on him or a fake gun that had a knife on it. So it could have been more serious. Um, apparently they dug into this guy's background. So two years ago, he released a song called Dave Chappelle. Um, he also tweeted, he also tweeted like a year ago about he's going to run up on Dave Chappelle for his trans homies. So there's some issues of that regard because, you know, Dave Chappelle and Ben Warren with that community, but, um, he ended up getting stomped out. His, uh, arm is (laughs) broken (laughs) and things like that. I I get it. Like you want to support the trans community. I get that portion, but like the method and life, like obviously I'm not the biggest fan of Dave Chappelle, but I don't want to see him die. No, no. like that. So like, you can think that walk away from that situation. Okay. But how do these guys, how do they keep getting on stage? Like he, like the security beats him up after the fact, but he shouldn't even have been on the stage. There's no way you should be backstage, have access at all. So even for Will Smith, Will Smith shouldn't even have been on stage with Chris. (laughs) They should have been had security to stop him. Like, you know what? That is one where I'm like, I'm not a big violent person. Right. He had it coming. See? Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, we all, we all agree that Chris too Rock long. had it coming. He's been talking about Jada for too long. I'm sorry. Right, right. Yeah, we all agree that Chris Rock had it coming. If you keep poking the bear, it's going to, I mean, it's going to claw you. Right. Chris Rock ain't got no, you don't have no excuse for Chris Rock getting insulted. Even if it was a tame joke, but I'm like, you know what, you know, you just never know how people are going to react to what you say. You could say whatever you say, but people can react however they want to say as well. So you got to be ready for that. I think it was one of those type of situations. So now, comedians go thinking, right. I was, I was going to say, thinking of, you know, Will and Jada, of course, after that happened, everyone wants to speak about their relationship dynamics. And, you know, I want to get to Future because I know, of course, every album that Future drops, everyone thinks about Sierra and Russell and, and then the comparison of Russell to Future. But before I get there, of course, I got to bring up um, another football player, Cam Newton. He was on a podcast just recently and he, he had said some things that got him in hot water. He, he had brought up something about he likes his women to cook and know when to talk when to talk and when to be quiet and when to take care of the kids so you know he said all this with the top hat and the monocle that he's known to walk around with nowadays but you know it's like it sounds like he's from the 50s i mean i it's crazy to me when i when i saw this i said you know who's letting these guys go to all these podcasts and say these things like like podcasting material because what the fuck? It's gotta yeah, be. Honestly, it's gotta be. It's just like me personally. It started when we start really letting them talk about things that it's unrelated to what they do. Yeah. But you and remember, started, you don't just want like, to tell them to shut up. Like, like dribble, it's like right? when we started to really get into personal lives of our celebrities right. and ask them things that were unrelated to what they actually do. It's like it's stuff that we didn't want to know in the first place. Right. Like, I, yo, I you're doing better than this. I think celebrities really got comfortable with the the idea that you know once whatever they're doing runs its course, they can make their money by you know saying things that are controversial because that keeps your name you know in the yeah. blogs and all that stuff, and you can some way somehow monetize that in the form of a podcast. You can get a deal with some major podcast or you know music platform, whatever the case may be. So once they saw that, it was it just kind of turned into a new. Um, avenue for them to make money so whether the he outrage does, marketing he probably does he probably does believe what he says but sometimes he would just say shit for shock value right that's true which that does bring me to future right because future has mentioned over the years that he doesn't actually do the drugs he says he does or he doesn't actually feel that. the things he says or or when people bring up the misogyny he says that's what his fans want to hear so at this point with his new album do we think he's run his course? I mean, it is, I guess he's still successful, but where do we, I guess, look at him in our culture, I guess, with, with regards to this stuff, because of course, with the juice world, juice world has mentioned that future uh, influenced him to get into drugs and things like that. So I guess every time he drops, right, there are things that you have to think about with future, like as far as 
his glorification of drugs or just his relationship yeah, dynamics that he does put out there. Right. I didn't right, actually yeah. know about the juice world thing. That's crazy that you mentioned that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm a, I really like Future, you know, like he's a really like <laughs> I really like his sound, you know. It's just right, like right. he makes really good music. Like it's like it's but it's to me like you say it's music. It's not something like, hey, I'm gonna go out here and just right. drink hella fucking lean and right. hella heels because future future doing it, you know, I'm not that dumb, you know, never been that naive. Right. Um, but it's just like um I don't know, like when you mention it like that, like damn, that's really kind of crazy because you influenced Juice World and you kind of was a drug addict in the situation, and then eventually OD given the wrong circumstances right. situation. Because I guess it's, I guess I bring it up because it's like, um, you know, we kind of try to end our episodes, you know, speaking on music and things like that, just a lighter topic. But um, outside of that, just I've heard two different sides, right? There's people who love this album, and then there's people who say. You know, he's not growing. He's a 38-year-old man who's still talking about don't catch feelings and I'm going to have this X, Y, Z and there's the drug use and things like that. So it's kind of like as he's growing in his career with his seventh seventh number one album and things like that, kind of how does he define himself? Sometimes I think like, how does he define himself as an artist when, he, you know, he says this is what the fans want, but there's also people who are like, you know, you're kind of, in this yeah. box now, you're kind of a cartoon of yourself or a meme. So, I mean, it's just like with Jay Z. I didn't want to hear Jay Z rap about credit. About what? Credit and bills. <laughs> oh, credit. <laughs> I'm not... Like I, I honestly, like I'm just like I didn't want to hear him rap about credit and business. So it's just like four forty four. You wanted more yeah, brick I... talk. Yeah, I want brick talk, yo. Like that's what I. I, I don't but he's care. like a, a fifty-year-old father of three. He's not doing that. Right, right. See, See and that's what some people back. wanted. People wanted growth. People wanted maturity. Right. He gave y'all all them albums with him talking about how he used to, you know, sell drugs. The nigga done sold drugs to his mama, so it's like he been talking about. Oh. He over fifty. Do it again. He got three kids. <laughs> Do it again. Got three Do kids. It again. And he, I think Do he, it again. He, he fit his like even on uh, everything is love. I think he did a great job on there too. But he wasn't. I mean, it's a decent. Hey, we're not gonna talk about that project. I don't know, man. Everything is love. I don't know, I man. I think. I, I mean, think Drake we had we had Beyonce rapping Migos lyrics on that ape shit. <laughs> she killed it. Did she? Not? She did. She did. She ate it. She ate it. But it was like, all right. All right, I, I see Quavo's Peter in the does, studio. Peter does needs to grow up, and yeah. um, on the more personal level, he needs to kind of get serious about his life. I don't know, pay child support. Which I went to have an album about Sierra. You said what? Whatever. Y'all want him to have an album about Sierra? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to have an album about Sierra. But when I was reading, when I was reading some of the <laughs> reviews, they were saying like maybe they want something where he can dive deeper into his psyche. Why is he? <laughs> this way or why you know like instead of just like hey i'm cold-hearted and i do this maybe you speak on the situations that got you there i don't know but it, they were making good uh points to me I mean, now that doesn't mean like tupac right that doesn't mean that you i'm not still like running the album back <laughs> but it's hey, like tupac, you feel me what, you what happened with tupac did you say his y'all don't y'all don't Really, no future. Y'all don't know the free bands ministry. Y'all, that's why I said y'all want him to talk about. I used to like future. Y'all want him to talk about stuff he's already talked about. He was good. I like that. Okay. 56 nights. That's why he way he is. So, hey, hey, Pluto Pluto is evolving. That's all I got to say. They talking about they don't know the real, they don't really know the real Pluto. Come on, free bands ministry. Hey, we need somebody to stick up for future. <laughs> hey, but he wasn't the only project that dropped, right? We had a couple others. We had Kalani that dropped. Um, I think that was the only other big one. I think um, Pusha T had dropped the week before, and then Kendrick is dropping up next. So kind of what have you guys been listening to just overall? Future. Schoolboy. Future. Pusha. What's her name? Mulatto? Yeah. Right. Mulatto, because she had a great album, 777. Mm -hmm. I think she should do less singing. I like when she raps, because she's a really good rapper. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. 
I would I wouldn't like singing on this album, but it was good. She did kill that song with uh Wayne and uh Gambino on it. Her verse was yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, she she, she might does. be one to look out for. And she writes she definitely her own stuff, so right, right, exactly. A lot of people can say exactly. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she's been she's been tapped in. I think she was on growing up hip hop. No, I don't know if people game. really. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what she was. Yeah, on. so yeah, she's she's been putting in work for for a while out here. Um, yeah. Loki, same with same with uh, Doja. I really gave Doja her credit, probably I, like when I saw her uh, Coachella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, on Coachella, I was like, breath control was crazy for a whole hour. She killed it. She didn't really sit down. She was singing. She was rapping, dancing, Interesting, like yeah. Her um, whole project. Yeah planet her was like from top to you know from the beginning to the end it was magnificent you can see the range of her talent she's rapping yeah she can sing a little bit you know it's different vibes now it was mm-hmm. it was, it was great I yeah it. It, was, it was and, and she brought um she brought rico nasty out there so she's tapped in showing uh, love rico to the also uh, a good right. one i like her yeah. like punk you know afro mm-hmm. punk thing that she does yeah. right yeah. <laughs> with Doja though man <laughs> and, but you know what the last couple of songs she put she she she, she been rocking right right now um you know before before I, I do wrap up and ask kind of what um song you want to end your episode off with because we do do that as well um I gotta ask about a, a big music topic that's of course been ongoing for a while I think we're coming up to the end of it but the the whole Megan Tory situation. So she did she did get on Gail King and actually speak a little bit more in depth about it. Um, but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of updates, right? So we when we first heard it, you know, do we really believe it or whatnot? And then it was like, okay, maybe maybe there's some truth to this. Tory starts losing out endorsements. He starts being quiet. Then he starts dropping music. He starts talking about it. Now they're in their case. So. I guess kind of what do we think about it at this point? Do we just want it to end? Do we really have a real story that we got the key to the city? Right. She did get the key to the city. And she's going to be starring in an Obama production on Netflix. So she's winning. (laughs) She's winning because she's not, I don't, I don't believe she's lying because she's given us everything that we needed. The doctors, you know, everybody is on her side from like a legal standpoint and a medical standpoint only person that is against her is tori and everybody that believes academics <laughs> they don't have right. like any real proof for example they mentioned the DNA thing the dna thing was inconclusive so that doesn't mean it, he his dna wasn't found it's just they couldn't just you know they couldn't distinguish yeah. say that it was him or whatever the case may be so it's like what more do you want from this girl this girl lost her mother her grandma not to say like it's all a sympathy thing but like she's really just been out here doing her i don't yeah. think she would get this far and lie about something like that all right now, it's not true then that would just ruin her entire career they have thrown I, mean, I think have, it's coming from situation as well you know so it's just like we don't know until the situation does really go into court you know was that so, he brought up the johnny depp uh situation as far as a, i guess a different example of the oh domestic violence and how things I think, I think they both need to go to jail because they both did that shit <laughs> each other so i think they both she she put feces in his bed it was uh it was different they both, they both need to go to jail because they did <laughs> yeah she put feces in his bed it was uh yeah she uh, different it's a different situation in their household each other up and then she took it to a whole nother level that johnny wasn't on he wasn't ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "I didn't sign up for this." But, she, um, cut his, she, she cut his finger off and pooped on his pillow. You know? No, she didn't. She didn't cut his finger off. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what he's. That's what they said. Crazy. Hey, okay, okay, but um, I mean, back back to the Meg case, really. So, uh, I think this story is coming from the Tory Lanez camp, but I don't know if you've heard this. They a story has been thrown out there that maybe Meg's friend is the one that shot her. But the text came out that Meg, the Meg's friend said to the bodyguard, Tori yeah. just shot Meg. 
So See? what proof See? do we have? We, we talked about earlier. When it comes to court, you got to have the proof. And right now, yeah. Megan is running in the proof department. Mm-hmm. So what so, is it? Okay. Who's going to bring academics and they're going to put them on the stand? Say what? They right, right. They're going to blog. Girl, nobody care about that. So yeah. when, when, if this thing comes down and uh, Tori is guilty, where do we think his career is going to go? Is it going to be jail or is he going to be like uh, Chris Brown where it's going to be? Unfortunately, like he's still able to walk around and do things. And I mean, it's like a, a reasonable doubt. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going to continue to move how most abusive men in this world operate like nothing happened. Right. I don't think it's really going to do much harm to, to him, honestly. But he do he does deserve to face whatever justice is in this case and what he did to yeah, her. Probably, I think you probably have to do community service for something. Yeah, I don't but know. I if that's that's crazy. Guy. A gun in a gun in LA. That's like some serious. So we'll see. I guess we'll see if I mean, lawyers can. It's like you got to think about it like this. Like they're rich. You know, they right. have money. You know, yeah. and that's the biggest thing that can always make you want money. You know, I know they threatened de- deportation. They threatened deportation early on. Do you I think that can still be on the table? I mean, yeah, that could right. possibly be. He can just be right. sitting in six with Drake all day or something. Doing whatever right. he do. Do you think Drake? Depends. Yeah, well, yeah. It depends on the judge he gets to, so. Yeah. Yeah. In the case, yeah. really have really based on that, so. Right. Yeah, because right. I ain't gonna lie. If he guilty in the way he been acting, I send his ass back to Canada. But then, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, cause you really been wild. Yeah, he he really but hasn't like been the, quiet. Been, it's like the thing is, they just been getting bail money out of him. So it's just like I don't see that. I I, I just you know, it's just like that's a win win situation for them. You know, so it's just like you know, keep him around, you'll get more bail money. You know, so it's like I don't know, like it's. I don't see, I, like I say, I don't see him really doing anything other than community service. And unfortunately, like probation yeah. or something like that, like most right. Yeah, even even Car. I don't know if Cardi's um, <laughs> case was settled, but she beat up those two strippers, and I don't think she really went to cheating or jail. I think didn't she win? She won a case recently, right? Against I think it was a blogger. I don't know if she beat this. Yeah, she blogger won a case up, against but, a blogger, but I didn't know yeah. about the stripper case. What the hell? So she yeah. beat some people up, huh? Well, Amstad was cheating with the. Stripper. <laughs> I'm like, so she beat. Some she went and fought the stripper. Jeez. Um, you know, no one cares about the strippers because I didn't hear about this case. It's like, no, are, it is like, anyone even? It was big. Yeah. Like every time you see her, her court looks like most of it came from that case. Jeez. All right. Mm. I'm about to go Google this shit because I swear I didn't even know she was going to court. Like, I, right. she's so low key as fuck. Like, you wouldn't even know. Like, I, should, I didn't know she was going to court. She was. And she was at the Met Gala with uh Gianna Versace. So shit, she ain't doing yeah, too we, bad. We did say that. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did say. We did say that. Cardi real. That's real. Wait, isn't isn't Gianna <laughs> dead? Isn't he dead? Yeah, my bad. Is Gianna? <laughs> Gianni, hey, 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 one of them Versace's. They got more money than us. One of them. One of them Versace's. This man is crazy. I'm dead. Definitely did. (laughs) Right, right. So, um, like I said, at the end of the episode, we do have people pick a song for their their closing song. What would you want your episode to end off with? You know, I'm going to throw it all the way back. I'm going to say Kelly Rowland like this. Because I just think Kelly Rowland deserved a much bigger career than she did. Because she's really talented. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. I fuck with that. I do think Kelly is really talented. Yeah, Kelly, yeah. Kelly is talented. Let me, let me ask this, uh, let me oh, ask this final, final question. This final question. Why do you think uh, Beyonce's Me, Myself, and I is the track that most men will play when they ask when you ask them what's your favorite Beyonce track? Um, because do you want my real answer or like something that's just gonna be not nah, a real answer? Because look, look, if y'all don't believe me, ask any dude like, what's the Beyonce track? Just off the top of your head, they gonna say the same. Dangerously in love. Now you gonna pick something else? Which one? Obviously gonna say my favorite Beyonce song. Which one? Which one you say was your favorite? Oh, that's oh, I didn't one. Even... Yeah, all dangerous. Right, right. It might be like the song that they hear the most, like when they're around right. their mothers, right. or, you know, right. people like that. Right. So that's probably what's stuck in their mind. 
Hey, that beat go hard to me. Whoever chopped that me myself to me, I was like, hey, they, yeah. they snapped on her. But mm-hmm. yeah, shout out Beyonce, shout out Kelly Rowland. We're gonna play like this. Rowland. And Rowland. um Rowland. Rowland. my bad. <laughs> now, um, where can we where can we find the Read the Room pod? Um, you can find us on Instagram at Read the Room Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Read the Room Pod. Yeah, and then Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Read Make sure y'all check in. All those links will be below in the description. Check her out. This was the COD Podcast, episode sixty-eight. That's Merv. That's Read me. the Room. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Peace. Love. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Told y'all I was gonna bump like this. Y'all didn't think that I could bump like this. Said I told y'all I was gonna bump like this. Turn around and I make it jump like this. You wanna keep that boy and make it jump like this. Y'all didn't think that I could make it bump like this. See, I told y'all I was gonna jump like this. How you not gonna know it when it hit like this? Ladies, drama, leave it home. If he ain't got it right by now. Call me set us up by 20 strong They standing at the door don't wanna take us on The ring, let it go about three months ago The pain, the stress that ain't me no more The girl that they used to know done change Now they say you missed before they mention my name I told y'all I was gonna bump like this Y'all didn't think that I could bump like this Said I told y'all I was gonna bump like this Turn around and I make it jump Put a good game on me Told him partner don't get too close So comfortable Cause the quick ain't for me Got my girls all hearing me So spend me please All your personal info I ain't thinking about love I just wanna get it up Pop a bottle Talk a lot of bullish And let's, let's go I told y'all I was gonna bump like this Y'all didn't think that I could bump like this Said I told y'all I was gonna bump like this Turn around and I make it jump like Tonight ain't feeling no To my girls that's looking their best Won't you go and show it up for us Bring it back now. Dudes get excited, seeing what they like. Hoping they the one you choose, hope they get invited. Late night rendezvous is alright, but we loving how the club vibrating is enticing. Let the beat knock, trust me, we ain't gonna stop. Head to the lights up, watch us take over the spot. Few mad looks from them chicks, you know. And from them dudes who be jealous of a chick with dough. Pop another bottle for them, keep my life moving. No time for the drama, watch me blow through them. I know I sound confident, I'm supposed to. We do it big how we live, Kelly told you so, come on, so